Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here's Your Prescription podcast. My name is Sarah. And I'm Desiree. And today we wanted to talk about toxicity. I spent my life being next in line, hoping somebody's gonna listen. A story untold's never gonna unfold, so I'm gonna make the best of mine. Here's your prescription. We wanted to talk about toxic relationships, for example, like, your partners, friends, family members, um, how families handle toxic members, and also what is expected of you and your family in those type of situations. So um, let's go ahead and start with friends, toxic friends. So what would you consider a toxic friend, Desi? Honestly, someone who expects everything from you but doesn't give anything back, like... They expect you to check in on them, but they don't do the same for you. Um, that's honestly a big one. Uh-huh. Like, I've had friends like that where you never hear from them unless you reach out first. And that's uh-huh. t- that to me is like a huge sign <laughs> of a friendship that's toxic. Someone that's not good for you, you know? Um if they never support you, if you have good things going on in your life and they don't support those decisions, rather they just give you like, oh, well, this could happen or that could happen instead of just being there for you. That's another mm-hmm. sign. Yeah. Um, for me, all of the things that you have said um, counts as a toxic friendship as well as like when they usually just come to you when they need something. Uh, like... It'd be like, oh, um, they need you for, you know, money or they need you to uh, come support them in some way, uh, but they never come and support you or like they want you to show up to their things, but they'll never show up to your things. Um, Or the most common one that I feel has happened to me a lot is they'll very be very nice to you when they're alone with you but in front of other friends they're assholes mm-hmm. and they treat you bad um, or they talk behind your back like they'll say one thing to you but then to other friends they'll be like oh yeah so and so you know this and that you know exactly I've definitely experienced that a lot um, which sucks but I mean <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everyone has yeah that's Something I've experienced, like, like I said, quite a lot, um, where they, yeah, they reach out to you for support, but, like, when you need them, you know, for yeah the rare occasions that you do, they're busy, or they don't have time, or they've got too much going on, things like that, so, yeah, I mean, a lot of red flags to look out for. Um, I take them as learning lessons, though. It sucks in the moment, but... I mean, what can you do? I'd rather lose a friend who's like that than, you know. So I I would try to cut things off with those type of friends. Um, unfortunately, with the way that my life has been, I am a people pleaser. So I do tend to still talk to them, um, but it won't be as much. Uh, I usually kind of uh, distance myself slowly until eventually I can just stop talking to them. Yep, I've definitely done that. I've also had people do that to me. Not saying that, I mean, (laughs) we all have our flaws. I've for sure been a toxic friend myself, Um, but I've had people do that to me where they just slowly like back away. 
And then it leaves mm-hmm. you wondering, like, why? Until later on uh-huh. you think about it and you're like, wow, I was an asshole. <laughs> it sucks, especially when, like, for example, I at least try to ask what, like, what their deal is. <clears throat> Most of the time they'll just, like, play it off or whatever. If they do that, then obviously I won't get my reply, but I'm going to just slowly stop talking to you. Um, but if somebody actually like tells me what's going on and you know we can kind of meet halfway then I'll I'll try to keep that friendship if that makes sense yeah yeah of course now with toxic relationships with like a partner um like what would you consider toxic fucking everything (laughs) um (laughs) No, I've been in my fair share of toxic relationships. Um, Uh I always use my first relationship as a huge example of this. That's like the biggest lesson I've learned relationship-wise. Mentally, emotionally, and one time physically abusive. But there's like red... You don't see them while you're in the relationship. But, like, looking back, definitely, like, you're like, okay, these are the red flags to look out for. Um, Controlling of everything Mm -hmm. you do, not letting you talk to people, having to cut off people or unfollow people on social media because they don't like them. I mean, just feeling like you're, you have no control. Like, you have to run everything by them, make sure it's okay. You don't, it's like walking on eggshells, essentially. You know, yeah. like you have to just check in with them and make sure everything's okay. Like in that relationship that I had, um, I had to ask them to even go anywhere. Like if I went somewhere with my mom, she'd get upset, <laughs> you know? What the fuck? That's your um, mother. Hello? I know. <laughs> but yeah. And then it's just it's the su- super controlling. Like that's like the biggest thing I could think of is like when you have to start changing yourself or changing your life for somebody else, you need to run. You know, yeah. not saying like your bad stuff or like you're able to be an asshole as well, but like they should accept you for you and like your life. If they don't like your friends, if you can't hang out with your friends or you have to cut people off like that, like that's, you know, not no that good. That is toxic. <laughs> yeah, that's a big red flag and you need to run. Another thing that I noticed a lot too is, and I'm sure you've dealt with this, when they threaten to like harm themselves if you leave them or things along those lines or like being manipulative in that way like you have to stay with me or this um that's happened more than one time to me um but that's another big one too it's not normal it's not right like (laughs) if you're dealing with that no it's not at all um if your family doesn't like them or they're trying to warn you that they they can just feel something off about this person nine times out of ten they're right yeah. you know people around you can see things that you don't while you're in it so you need to take mm-hmm. other people's opinion like you know you need to like like believe it i mean for like example like my mom she's always right about everything i don't know how they do that um mm-hmm. <laughs> but every bad relationship i've had she's warned me about and so it's like, okay, I wish I would have, like, known this before so I could have gotten out earlier. But, again, you take them as life lessons. Um, mm-hmm. Just look for the red flags and then don't accept them in the next relationship, you know? I mean, yeah. 
it's never going to be perfect, but as long as you're making sure that you're taken care of and, like, you're not being treated right and you're treating the other person right, I mean, you know. Right. Do you have any other ones that you could think of? I mean, you live and you learn, right? <laughs> yep, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say cheating is toxic. Talking to other people while you're in a relationship is toxic. Um flirting with co-workers is toxic mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, posting things on social media to other people is toxic um the whole you don't post me on social media is a little bit toxic um yeah <laughs> in the sense that they're not you know because okay and i'm just gonna give this to you as an example my like a lot of my previous relationships would do that because they wouldn't post me that we were in a relationship or anything about me. Yeah. But it turns out that like every single time it was because they were flirting with other people. They were talking to other people and sometimes they were cheating. Yeah. And they don't want the other person or something to find out. Right. That they're in a relationship and it's yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> I understand some people aren't social media savvy or, like, they're not, like, all up in the social media and stuff like that. Like, I, I understand that. Um, like, oh, I don't post anything, so of course I'm not going to post you. Like, mm -hmm. but, like, if your partner is mentioning to you how it kind of bothers them, like, people don't know or things like that, I mean, at least give in to that and just do it for that reason, you know? It doesn't take right. much to make someone happy in that sense. But again, it's not like, it's not a requirement, I don't think. But every once in a while, I mean, you know, like it'd be... Right, I if guess... you don't mention, like if, if they don't mention that they're, they have a partner, you yeah. know? Like, that's a big red flag. And, I, I think so, yeah. You know, or... <laughs> Like I said, coworkers, um, just random things like that is just toxic to me. Obviously, you live and you learn, and um, uh, I know what to look for. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't now. know why I didn't think. Yeah, <laughs> now, um, I don't know why I didn't mention cheating, but um, something to add on to that too is when they make you think that cheating's okay. Oh my god. Or oh, you're not giving me uh, enough attention. <laughs> Things like or, that. Or um they try to pull the oh no, they're ugly. You're you're wrong. I'm I'm not cheating on you. Mm -hmm. They're ugly or they have a kid. I would never be with someone that has a kid, but lo and behold, they're right there, you know, doing yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, no, the, that shit's toxic. Run. <laughs> yes, please, as fast as you can. <laughs> Jesus, and it sucks too, because like, especially like in your first relationships, you don't obviously know anything. Oh my um, god, you don't. And so you just take everything, because you, you truly, I think in that moment, feel like this is all I'm going to ever have. And they, they make mm -hmm. you feel like that too. I've had that mm -hmm. said to me, like, oh, you're never going to find anyone else. Um years of experience in dating and then I'm just gonna use an example my brother my little brother had his first relationship all the signs of my first relationship 
like as toxic as it can be and like mm-hmm. I was trying to tell him like you know I've been I've been there like take my advice like this is what's going on you need to run and of course because he was so consumed in it he was he wouldn't take anyone's you know word for anything um mm-hmm. until the relationship ended and he stepped out and he was like wow you guys were right she was crazy <laughs> um <laughs> but it's just like that I mean if you're listening and someone is telling you like hey something's wrong please listen I know it's hard but please listen step outside of your circle and look in with a new pair of eyes and like you know because if someone else is mentioning it there's probably something wrong yeah and a big toxic thing now that you're saying that a big toxic thing is uh physical abuse oh of course so you know, a lot of people stay uh, for many reasons, obviously, uh, but physical abuse is never okay. Never. And even if you're like, oh, this person only hit me once. Um, it was, you know, whatever. I, I asked for it for talking out or whatever. It's not okay. No one should ever put their hands on you for any reason. Exactly. Like that. And if they say they'll never do it again, they're lying. If they have the capability yep. and want to do it one time, it won't stop. And sometimes it gets worse. Yeah. So, no. I understand why people do stay in relationships like that. It's hard. The manipulation, the abuse, you're afraid that if you leave, something's going to happen, obviously. Right. Um, but one thing that I've learned is it doesn't hurt to reach out for help. Um, a mm-hmm. lot of people who are dealing with that kind of stuff tend to keep it to themselves and then something happens and then people find out that way, unfortunately. Um, yeah. but reaching out for help or even advice or like, or things like that. Um, you know, I mean, whether it's just talking to a friend or something like that, don't just hold it into yourself. Try and seek help somehow. You know, right. I've, I've noticed. It's hard. Yeah. I, it's hard because, you know, I've, you know. Uh, my story and uh-huh. you know the type of abuse that I've had and um, it's hard it's really hard especially trying to get help and um, like for example your friends don't know how it feels like because they've never had to uh, deal with abuse um, so it's hard to ask for help you know yeah exactly yeah. Um yeah, and it's unfortunate. I mean, you know, and then something, not necessarily with you specifically, but in general, like something happens. Doesn't have to be like really bad, but like you know, and then people yeah. find out that that way, and then it's like, I mean, there's something, you know, not anything. Something can't be done all the time, but like just reaching out, trying, you know what I mean, is like a, yeah. a first step, and so um yeah not not me tearing (laughs) up right now (laughs) i could tell (laughs) um (sighs) but yeah uh romantic relationships like that like abusive romantic relationships are are so difficult um harder than friendships obviously um yeah way harder but another thing that another relationship that can be considered toxic as well is with your family and a lot of people don't talk about that. Um, oh, yeah. I think that's the worst is when, especially your close-knit family, 
like your immediate family and having people manipulate you and 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 are toxic to you um Mm -hmm. in that sense that's really difficult because like your Mm -hmm. family is like for your entire life all you've known and so having to deal with that it's like that thing it's like you pretty much take it because like you don't know what else to do you know well it's your family you know Mm -hmm. that's that's blood that's you know that saying blood is thicker than water yeah you know yeah. uh normally how would your family handle toxic members well for i mean s- i'm asking in the sense of because you're white mm-hmm. you know your culture is different so how would how would that be handled well my family specifically especially my extended family there are a lot of shit talkers like a lot of rumors go around i don't know if that's like a white thing i don't know how that works to be honest but it's like high school petty it's like that so my family specifically um when something happens it gets spread around the family and like people will like they talk they'll never tell you that they know but gossip is known and so what my family does is they sit and they wait for you to do something so they'll get dirt on you they'll wait for you to do something to someone else and then they'll they'll blow your shit open like they'll tell oh, wow. everyone um, <laughs> so there's a lot of dirt on family members that i know specifically and it's like i'm waiting for the day that they try and do something because like it's like like you don't want to mess with me because i've got a lot of stuff you don't know about kind of thing um that's toxic <laughs> um my goodness. I yeah, I don't I don't know where that comes from. My whole family's like that. Especially my extended family. Sorry if you're listening, it's true. Um <laughs> there's a lot of people that I don't talk to because they're toxic. Like um unfortunately, I have to say it, some of my family members are really racist. Some of them are oh. hard 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 Republican and is super religious like And that's okay to be like that as long as you respect other people. But some of my family don't respect other people and it's their way or the highway. They don't, they're not open-minded about anything. And so I steer clear of those people. Um, Uh So there's toxic like that, which I can choose to step away from. Um, Uh But then there's toxic like the relationship I have with my father. Like there's things like that, you know, Uh close-knit, dad leaving that type of stuff um our relationship is okay now but like for a very long time um maybe like eight years of my life it wasn't it was a very toxic relationship between the two of us and i can get we can get into that at a different time like specific like why i'm so (laughs) fucked up (laughs) type of thing but Uh but yeah i don't know i didn't we didn't deal with that relationship in a healthy way it was very toxic like um like i don't know how to explain it like how my family handles it they i think the extended family is the best example you know like that's what we do that's what they do you can choose to step away or you can choose to be involved in it and we my close family we chose to step away from it we don't deal with that i don't talk to them you know, mm-hmm. if we're at a family event, I don't go near them. Like, it's, uh, you're completely cut off. Like, I don't deal with people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have and, a question then uh-huh. with with your extended family. You said that they're very Republican and they're very uh, religious. Do mm-hmm. they, did they say anything to you because you're gay? 
Um, a lot of them know people usually keep their opinions to themselves, which is totally fine. I don't care what you think about me or my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I could care less. It doesn't matter to me as long as you're being respectful and you don't, you know, you're not uh -huh. being a dick about it. Um, uh -huh. There was some people, aka, there's pretty much one that I'm talking about, the really religious racist one, um, who when I came out um, texted me actually and was like, I'm really disappointed in you for this lifestyle. Like, I thought you were better than this. I'm going to pray for you. And I literally responded and I told him, essentially, fuck off. I don't give a shit what you think about me. Um, uh -huh. That was when I was 18. So he was really the only person that said something. Uh, people uh -huh. do have their opinions, but they don't really voice them because uh -huh. they're not complete assholes. But... Uh -huh. <laughs> And again, that's totally fine. You can think what you want, have your own views or opinions. I don't care mm -hmm. as long as you're being respectful, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, for the most part, whether they're Republican or religious, for the most part, my family is pretty accepting of, like, everyone. Yeah. Um, there can be people on the more Republican side that are open-minded about certain things, you know what I mean? Religious people as well. There are those hardcore, like my family's Catholic. There are those oh, hardcore yeah. Catholics that like, we have to live by the Bible and we have to do this. But majority of my family is, they love their religion, but they also like people, you know what I mean? And so mm -hmm. they just pretty much accept you for you as long as you're living like a good life. Like, I had a conversation with my uncle not too long ago, and I told him I didn't really believe in God, but I believed in something. And he's like, as long as you're being a good person and you're living a good life and going on the right path, like, that's all that matters. You know? Um, right. A lot of them aren't relig religion pushers or things like that. They'll mention it to you and you'll have a conversation, but then you go your separate ways knowing and accepting each other's opinions. And I think that's that's the healthy way to do it. You know? Yeah. If you're dealing with someone who's not willing to hear your side or be open-minded and have a civil conversation, you need to drop them, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, some people, not all of them, fortunately. But yeah, uh -huh. there, there are those individuals that you'll find that will say something. You just, you know, and I, me personally, I just don't care. <laughs> right. So. But yeah, um, <laughs> like, I don't know. And again, I don't know if if it's a white thing or if other people's mm -hmm. family who are white have that dynamic, like with the whole shit talking and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm interested to know how your family and your culture handles that kind of stuff. Cause I can only assume from what I've heard that it's wildly different. And so I'm interested in knowing how you handle that and you know, what the deal is with that. Oh. With Latino households, or, you know, your family's everything. Family is put first. Family comes first every time. Um, you know, when there's toxic members of the family, you have to continue to see them in, in family things. You, can, you have to continue talking to them. Um, you can't just really cut them off because they'll perceive you as you being the bad person uh so a lot of the times you're forced to talk to these people even though you don't want to yeah um 
now with that said let's say you're actually uh standing up for yourself and you're you try to fight it and be like no i'm not gonna talk to them um you know they will give you a hard time about it but um I mean, growing up, I saw this like all the time with a lot of, you know, family. I don't really necessarily want to single anyone out in case they're listening. (laughs) But, you know, like the shit talking is there the same, you know. Oh, did you hear so-and-so, so-and-so had a child out of wedlock, blah, blah, blah oh, they're a whore, or, you know, oh, she was too young to have kids, Mm -hmm. now she's going to drop out of school, or, you know, wow, he's in a gang, like, he amounted to nothing, but then, like, they're at the family party, and oh, my God, hey, I haven't seen you, oh, my God, love you, blah, 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 like, I saw that, and I always thought that was, like, so wrong, um, So for me, at least, I've been trying to put up boundaries with family members. Um, I've actually stopped talking to a lot of family members. And at first, like, um, people, I won't say who, uh, started giving me shit for it. And uh, I'm like, I'm not going to put my kids through that. They are going to learn that it is okay to cut family off. If they are being toxic, if they're not being good to them, they are allowed to stop talking to them. They are allowed to not contact them, nothing with them, you know? That's good. Um, For the longest time, I was considered a bad person because I wouldn't talk to my father. Um, And obviously, we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, My relationship with my father was not that great. Um, (laughs) so I decided to stop talking to him, um, when I left, uh, my house at the age of 17. Um, I didn't talk to him until I was 22. And then, um, I only talked to him when I was, uh, living with him and my mom at 22. And then, uh, unfortunately, he uh, kicked me out after a few months of living with them. Um, So I had to, I essentially was homeless and I, you know, I lived out of my car. Um, But after that, I just, I stopped talking to him. And I saw him a few times and I didn't say anything to him. he was such a toxic person is a toxic person because you know the family talks so his side of the family always has chisme or gossip in english mm-hmm. about him you know like all the things that he does to his new wife which is so sad um but like i don't talk to him at all whatsoever and i probably won't ever again you know yeah it's it it sucks because like latinos are all about family and they want to force you and i even had um aunts tell me that you know he's your dad you need to talk to him like you have to forgive him because he's your father and there's only one father and blah 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 you know what (laughs) no 
no. And that was my response. No, I'm not going to talk to him. And they can say whatever they want to say about me, but I'm not going to do it, you know? Um, but another thing that I find funny is the fact that family members won't talk to each other for years. And I'm talking like 10 years, 15 years, and then they'll get together and start talking and hanging out again. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, nothing even happens, yeah. Yeah, but they won't talk about the problem in the first place. That's the weirdest thing to me. Why can't you sit down and talk about it? What is so wrong about sitting down, talking about what happened, how that situation could have been better resolved? But they just pretend like it didn't happen and everything's okay. And, you know, not, no, they didn't talk shit about each other all these years. It would mend relationships and make things better, but I think it's, people don't want to admit that they're wrong. People don't mm -hmm. like being wrong. And so having to sit down and have a conversation with someone and admit that is, like, extremely hard. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, an example is, like, when you try and tell your parent that they did something wrong and they deny it. Like, you know? Like, mm -hmm. that's... I mean, yeah. I wish, I wish it could be like that. <laughs> it would make things so much easier, but no, it's like, even... Even me, sometimes it's hard. I don't want to admit that I'm wrong, you know, mm -hmm. or like being vulnerable or being being weak with someone like that. It's but it's, it's not weak. That's it's what it's not weak. That's actually very strong of you to do. You know, you're admitting yeah. to yeah. being wrong. You're taking accountability, and you know, you're being the bigger person. You're saying, "Hey, I fucked up," and you know what? It's okay. You know, now we're talking about it. Let me fix the situation. I'm sorry for, you know, what I did. And, you know, it. it is, uh, the world would be function better if we all, like, you know, took accountability for our actions. I think so. I wish, I wish that could happen. It, it, that would never, it, it'll never happen. But, you know, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's. Topic, things like that, like conversations like that is stuff I'm interested in. Like, that's why we're talking about it. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay mm -hmm. to like open up and like be vulnerable like that and like admit your mm -hmm. wrongdoings and try and mend relationships. And um, like you said, you cut off your dad and you refused to talk to him again because other people said, I think that's great. And I love that you're teaching your kids that it's okay to cut people off because you need to make sure that you're good. You can't please mm -hmm. other people before yourself. You really you really need to have your own back before you have anyone else's. And if there's a relationship in your life that's not good for you or it's hurting you mentally or anything like that, then it's okay to cut them off. Like and I I don't like the whole family before anything because there are some friends that I've had that mean more to me than some of my family members do. Like they are there for me more than some family is. I you know yeah. what I mean? Like, family doesn't have to be blood. And I think that's something that people need to understand and, like, accept because that is a fact. Like, for a long time, I didn't have a relationship with my father. And I didn't mm -hmm. I didn't see him like that. And I refused to talk to him because he wasn't good for my life. And he, you know, he wasn't in a good place. And I wasn't going to have that. It's not good mm -hmm. for me. I don't care what anyone said. My mother was like, oh, you need to talk to him and, like, mend a relationship. No. Until he can admit that he's wrong. You know, I was wrong in some circumstances, but until this other person can, can admit their wrongdoings and have a conversation with me and, like, 
want to be better for the relationship, mm-hmm. I'm not having it. You know? Um, but that's like, that's exactly why I love doing this. And I think this is a cool thing that we're doing because we can talk about things like this that people aren't mm-hmm. usually wanting to talk about. Um, people that are dealing with problems like that, if you just need to listen, not necessarily talk about it, but just need to listen and know that, like, this is stuff that people go through and, like, it's okay, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I love that. Uh, you know, I think this is... I I enjoy it, and I think it's it's good, and it'll be good for people to, to hear, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, uh, shout out to all my cousins that still talk to me. Love you. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, and the ones that I don't fuck with, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. No, but, like, I think you and I could have an entire episode, like, hour-long episode about our father relationships. <laughs> Let, yeah <laughs> don't get me started girl because um uh, i'll be there for a while you know to dudes. tell tell everyone how this horrible person was to this horrible child you know mm-hmm. like well i'm not horrible i'm sorry let me rephrase that that horrible person did to the poor innocent child you know mm-hmm. um they, they, ugh, he's one of the reasons why i'm a people pleaser i hate it um, I wish I wasn't, but obviously I'm going to therapy and trying to fix that. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I can't wait for that episode. No, me too. That, uh, that'll probably be a long one, to be honest, because I've got a lot of shit, too. Um, yeah. I wanted to ask a question in regards to sure. relationships in general. If mm-hmm. there was someone that you cared about, friend, partner, or family member, um, mm-hmm. have you ever brought the concerns up to them? Like, hey, this is what you're doing. You're being kind of toxic. Have you ever brought it up to them? And if so, what was their response? Like, how did they take that or respond to you? So, um, I'm going to give you an example. I, you know, in one of my relationships, I brought up the fact that I didn't like that person talking to other females. and um that you know it was not okay and it made me feel bad and basically that person told me you know tough shit they're gonna continue doing it Mm -hmm. so my feelings didn't matter and I just because I loved that person at the time I just kind of took it you know uh I've had uh you know friends where i'm like hey you know this is going on but they like basically deflect and just say that i'm the one in the wrong even though i've been there for them you Mm. know and i've always been there for them but somehow it gets turned on me and I'm the toxic one. And I'm like, it, it hurts. I'm not going to lie. It hurts. Some of my friends that I've lost over the years, I've cried for them. You know? You think you're so tight with the, you know, with this person. And then all of a sudden they just drop you. You know, for whatever reason. And they don't fucking tell you. They just say, hey, this is what's happening. And bye. And it, it, it just sucks. Yeah, of course. 
I think romantic relationships are like the best example for that kind of question. Um, mm-hmm. Cause like I could use my father as an example uh, or pa- parents right. in general um, where they uh, don't want to admit that they did anything wrong. And so pre- pretty much the same concept. It's like, you're lying. That never happened. And then it's something you just really never bring up again because <laughs> mm-hmm. that's the only response you're ever going to get. But Romantic relationships and friendships, I think, are a great example of that, where you notice that they're not checking in as much, or they're doing something that you're, you know, in a a romantic relationship that you don't think is okay, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And so you bring up your concerns, or this is hurting my feelings, this is making me feel a certain way, and they don't Mm -hmm. listen, Mm -hmm. um or take your feelings into consideration. It's either def- they are defensive or they try and throw it back on you type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's happened quite oft- quite a bit um, throughout my life with mm-hmm. friendships and romantic relationships. And that's tough. Like you said, it hurts a lot, especially... I think I might backtrack from what I said earlier. I think friendship losses can hurt more than, than anything. Mm-hmm. You know? Um especially people that you thought you'd have around for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And then they ended up not being good people. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of experiences I've had, obviously you've had, and I'm sure a lot of other people have had that could answer that question in that way. Yeah. You don't get the response you want. And a lot of the times you never will. And sometimes a relationship ends without you ever getting a response or an answer. Um, right. There's no closure. Yeah. And I just putting it out there, sometimes no closure is okay. I think if you seek closure, I don't think you're ever going to be happy with the result that you get. Yeah. You know? So learning to just be okay with losing people is... I think the best way to do it, it takes time and it's never perfect, but just accepting that that happened for a reason and the universe is working in whatever weird way that it does. (laughs) Um, You know, I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. Like there's a reason that person wasn't meant for my life. And I take it as a lesson, you know, Mm -hmm. that taught me not to accept that again, or that taught me what to look out for in the future. So yeah, I mean, relationships, it's never going to be a perfected thing, you know? No, no, nothing is perfect <laughs> in life, ever. And, you know, as humans, we're always learning regardless of our age. And that's something that I do tell my kids, you know, because especially my oldest, she's very, um, she wants to be perfect, you know? She's a perfectionist, uh, such a Virgo. Um <laughs> But, and I tell her, you know, no one's perfect. Nothing in life is perfect. As humans, and this is scientific, like as humans, we are always learning, you know? And it's it's sad to say that we're not perfect because apparently, you know, if you're religious, you know, we're all perfect because we're made in God's image, but uh, we're not. That's we're not. <laughs> you know? Um and it's i wanted to go back to what you said about your 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 you're talking to your parents and they're like oh that didn't happen you're lying a perfect example and um 
I hope my sister's listening to this and I hope she can agree with this. But like, we will tell our mom, like, for example, one time I was visiting for the holidays and I was like, hey, mom, do you remember when you beat the shit out of me because of this reason? And she's like, no, that wasn't me. I didn't do that. I'm like, no, mom, I decided I didn't want to eat that peanut butter and jelly sandwich because I was you know, upset over something and you got so mad at me that you grabbed me and you slapped the shit out of me. <laughs> I can laugh about it now, but you yeah. know, in the moment, <laughs> I was very, you know, um, scared and, you know, hurt, but she literally like slapped me and backhanded me. Just and, she's like, and she's like, no, I didn't do that. <laughs> But, you know, like, why do you have to be toxic? Why do you have to say that you don't remember? Yeah. You know? You know damn well that they do, too. That's happened with me where I'll bring stuff up to my mom about stuff that happened in my childhood. And she's, it's like amnesia. It's like, no, that never happened. I would never do that. Like, you know, it's, and it's like, it's fine now. I'm old. I'm older and like I can, ex you know, I'm over it. But like, please yeah. just admit that that's what you did. It's like, I don't know why you're lying about it. Especially uh -huh. when all the siblings are like, yeah, that happened, you know? Yes! It's like, we didn't band together and huddle up and say, hey, we're going to lie about this today. Like, you know, we have witnesses! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> I'm just, I'm sorry, but it, yeah, it, it happens every time. She's always like, no, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Like, nah, you did. And so-and-so saw, and they remember. <laughs> You're going to call me a liar, call everybody a liar, because we all saw it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no. Now, I do want to ask in the audience, basically, if you want to send us an email telling us your toxic story, um, we can always, you know, kind of do a recap on the next episode about it and, like, just talk about what was said in those emails so our email is desi what's our email it is here's your prescription at gmail.com um you can also dm us on instagram the links and the email actually will be in the description um but yeah we'd love to hear like if you could relate or what you thought about what we talked about um i want to mention thank you for the support and the love on the first episode we had a lot of feedback which was fantastic a lot of people listened that we didn't expect to listen to, so it's great that we're reaching new people. Um, I think these topics and stuff, like I said, are going to be really good for people to hear, and, like, I think people can relate to this kind of stuff, you know? Um, so thank you for that. We do greatly appreciate it. I think that was really, really awesome to see. Um, but, yeah, all of, our, all of our socials will be in the description, our personals, as well as the, uh, the podcast socials. Um, and we're now live on Spotify and Apple Music. I was having a little bit of trouble um, getting them up there, but they are there now as well as YouTube. And so if you're interested in listening only, they those are options for you as well. And make sure you subscribe and follow to all of them. It supports us um, and we appreciate every little like and comment, message, uh, follow, all of that. Thank you so much. Um, it means a lot. And shout out to the homies and the family members that reached out to me via messages for the feedback. Yeah, thank you. 
<laughs> you know, it's uh, it's something different that I'm doing with Desiree, and uh, I feel like this will hopefully help someone. You know, mm-hmm. that's the goal by relating and you know not feeling so alone about all this stuff in the world. Yeah. All right. Uh, so. We <laughs> we will talk to you guys later. Have a great day, and thank you so much for listening. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. Bye. Bye.